Before we pray, I do want to thank our musicians that are here with us this morning on the violin and the cello. Uh, We're very grateful for you guys joining us to worship in the house of the Lord today. With that said, let us pray together. Lord God, we come here in search of you. We come here seeking just a little bit more of understanding who you are. Would you open our hearts and our minds to listen to your word and to listen to the promptings of your Holy Spirit that we might follow you with confidence. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Our scripture for today comes from the book of Psalm, and it is Psalm 122. Let us listen to God's word to us. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built as a city that is bound firmly together. To it the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, as was decreed for Israel to give thanks to the name of the Lord. For there the thrones for judgment were set up, the thrones of the house of David. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls and security within your towers. For the sake of my relatives and friends, I will say, peace be within you. For the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. There's a history behind this psalm that you might not know. If you have it open, there's probably a title, something like Song of Praise and Prayer for Jerusalem. But right below the title, there's this little note, a song of ascent of David, a song of ascent. If you flip backward, you'll notice that Psalm 120 and 121 have the same little note, a song of ascent. Then if you keep flipping forward, you'll see that Psalms 120 through 134 all have the same note, a song of ascent. Because Psalm 122 is part of a playlist. Not just any playlist, it's a road trip playlist. Now, few things are as important as a road trip playlist. Not every drive needs one, but road trips do. When the hours begin to blur together, when the ache in your backside doesn't go away even when you shift to a different sitting position, When someone in the back seat starts counting the miles by kicking the back of your seat. When your driving partner seems intent on stopping at every rest stop between point A and point B, you need a playlist. When Brian and I first started dating, we drove from Princeton to Chicago and Princeton to Birmingham to meet each other's families. We did it again a couple years later, again when we were engaged. 14 hours each way, 28 hours of a road trip. After spending much of our dating life on the road together, I knew right then and there that our relationship would definitely stand the test of time. (laughs) We spent part of those road trips laughing, part of them talking about God in the church, part of them upset with each other's navigational skills, and most of them jamming out to a playlist, music. Playlists are really important for road trips. When you're driving down the road and it's so straight because 
hi, you're in the Midwest and everything is straight for miles. So straight, you wonder if you could just turn the cruise control on and take a nap. That's when you need a playlist. But you see, a road trip playlist isn't just about keeping boredom at bay. A road trip playlist is because you're going somewhere, and going somewhere is built into human beings as something significant. It's biological. As human beings, things have directions. Point the direction of good. Point the direction of bad. The directions are built into us. There's no explanation necessary. Have you ever had the experience you're walking around somewhere, you're doing something, you walk into a room and you think, oh, I need to do this, I need to go get this. And you leave the room and you go somewhere else and you don't remember what you're looking for anymore. You forget. That's your brain's fault. It's wired to do that. You're in a new place, so it leaves the old place behind. Walk back where you were and you're more likely to remember. That's a fact. The same reason you should study for a test in the same room, you're going to actually take the test. It will actually improve your grades. Memory is built into places, and lots of people have their best ideas while walking. Because wired into your brain, into your biology, is how a journey can open up new possibilities. It opens up new ideas. A road trip playlist is such a common thing because traveling is wired into us. It's something significant. At times it can get boring, but geography matters. It changes how you think. God knows this. Unsurprisingly, whenever you discover a cool fact about human nature, you'll find that God has already built it into the rules for his people. The God of Israel had one temple, one in the entire world. The temple was where God lived. It was on the highest point of the highest city in Israel, on the highest hill of Jerusalem. When God's people were spread out all over the ancient world, he gave them a command. Everyone, at some point, every year if they could, everyone was supposed to take a road trip to Jerusalem. There were often about three holidays that you would travel to Jerusalem for, and if it was a year that you got to go, you and your family would pack your bags. For many people, this would be the only time they'd ever left home, the only trip they've ever taken. Can you feel how nervous you'd be? You pack up and step out the front door with your family, and waiting there are other families traveling to Jerusalem this year, too, and and they're excited and scared. And when everyone's ready, you start walking. For Jesus' family, the walk would have been over a 100 miles, with kids and packs of food and water, and I don't even know how many days that would take, and they just start walking. But it's not just a trip. You aren't traveling to Aunt Margaret's home for Thanksgiving. You're traveling to God's home where God dwells, God's home. That's not just a trip. That's a pilgrimage. You begin walking toward Jerusalem. For some, it would be days. For others, weeks. Walking, the kids want to run. They laugh and dance. They get tired, and someone scoops them up and begins to carry them, hands them off when their arms cramp. You walk. Every step is further from home than you've ever been and closer to the home of God. 
closer to where God is physically waiting. And on that road trip, you need a playlist. Psalms 120 through 134 are called the Songs of Ascent. Ascent because the trip to Jerusalem is uphill the whole way. You're going up to meet God because God knows traveling up means something good. Up is good. I mentioned that traveling, it changes how your brain thinks. You're open to new ideas, new ways of thinking, to letting things go. God knows this. So there's this playlist for the road trip to Jerusalem. 14 psalms that you could sing on your way, first with your family and friends from your town. But the closer you get to Jerusalem, the group grows from tens to hundreds to thousands singing these songs. The road trip playlist, songs to prepare your heart. Because you're on a pilgrimage to the house of God, to the temple where God dwells. Our psalm starts... I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. Glad, rejoiced. I rejoice because I'm traveling to meet God. And soon our feet will be standing within the gates of Jerusalem. We will see this city where people are crowded together. And at the center is God. Not metaphorically, literally, God in his temple. This is a pilgrimage to where God is. So I'm glad we're glad because we are walking to the house of the Lord. My grandmother used to come by my house when I was younger. She'd always come on Sunday mornings. She'd stop in on her way to church so that she could stop in to see us. She'd get to the church early to open up the sanctuary, put on a pot of coffee, which meant that she arrived at our house between 6.30 and 7 in the morning. Most of us still sleeping, she'd barge straight through the front door, walk on in, and she would sing very loudly, rise and shine and give God the glory, over and over, rise and shine and give God the glory. She was readying her heart to be in the house of the Lord, singing her playlist on the way to church. I'm glad we are glad because we are walking toward the house of the Lord. As Israelites, you sing about how God commanded this. Because for many, this is a command that they have never been able to fulfill before. God commanded this, and until this trip, they haven't had the time or the money or the opportunity. But here they are fulfilling the command. So they sing with pride about how God commanded the tribes to travel to Jerusalem, gladness and joy. And they pray. They pray for Jerusalem that it would have peace for the sake of relatives and friends. Peace for the sake of the house of the Lord. Peace. They walk for days, the crowd gathering, they sing on the horizon, they see Jerusalem and they sing louder. They get close enough to pick out the temple and they sing louder until they're shouting these psalms with joy. It's a pilgrimage. They're walking toward God. They're walking toward hope. Advent is built to be a pilgrimage. From wherever you are right now, we start walking toward where we know God will be, in a manger. Lots of the road signs have become familiar. We know to watch for the angels singing his name. We know to watch for the shepherds who join us because the angels told them to, for the wise men traveling for months following a star. 
We walk past the inns and homes. We know they had no room for him. But there in the barn is Mary and Joseph. And between them, a baby boy, God in the flesh. Advent is a pilgrimage into the presence of God, so we are glad. But a pilgrimage? Well, it doesn't work if you don't walk it. Advent is a pilgrimage. Twenty days we walk into the presence of God. Lent is also a pilgrimage. Forty days we walk into the presence of God. But part of the pilgrimage is different now. Honestly, it might even be harder because we don't actually travel for days or weeks on foot with others into the presence of God. We don't get a chance to sing our road trip playlist. We don't get to physically watch Jerusalem getting closer each day. We don't join other groups of pilgrims every day singing the songs again until we shout them as we walk through the gates of the city of God, our voice now just one in a crowd. Advent is a pilgrimage, but it is a pilgrimage. Is it the same If you skip the journey, if you don't walk until your feet ache, if you don't carry your neighbor's kid as you sing the songs together and go to bed wondering about the presence of God, today is the first Sunday of Advent. It's the start of the pilgrimage. You know where we're headed, the presence of God to God's temple. Except there is no longer a physical temple in Jerusalem. A wall is left from when it was destroyed, but that's it. But scripture tells us something about temples. In 1 Corinthians, Paul tells us, do you not know that you yourselves are the temple of God and that God's spirit dwells in you? In Ephesians, that you with your fellow believers, we together are being built into the holy temple of the Lord. And then Peter, Peter says that we are living stones being built into the temple of God. You alone are not God's temple. Your pilgrimage is not into the recesses of your heart. You are a living stone. One stone is not a temple. Advent is meant to be a pilgrimage into the presence of God, to his temple where he dwells. But that temple is not in the quiet of your heart. It's not a pilgrimage you can make on your couch. It just won't work. You can try to show up for Christmas Eve and see what happens But it's not the same. So here's my idea. Not mine, really. It's God's idea. Psalm 122 starts, I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. It's remembering how amazing it was to think about traveling into God's presence together. Side by side, with family and friends and stranger, every day getting closer to the presence of God, singing the playlist as you carry your neighbor's kid, as you hold your spouse's hand, as you laugh with friends. I was glad when they said, let us go to the house of the Lord. Here's God's idea. Let's start walking. Seriously, as a family, start walking with some friends, invite a stranger or your pastors and walk. Walk around the house, walk the block, walk back and forth from your living room to your kitchen and remember the song as you go and pray. Pray for Jerusalem, that it would have peace for the sake of relatives and friends, peace for the sake of the house of our Lord, peace. And as you walk, don't forget where you're headed.
As you walk, watch for the angels praising his name. For the shepherds singing, let us go to the house of the Lord. For the wise men traveling for months following a star, walk past the inns and the homes. Keep walking and singing until you see the barn. There's Mary, and her face is glad. Joseph, who's praying for peace. And between them, a baby boy. The presence of God, the answer to prayers. At the end of the pilgrimage, you'll find the only thing you need for the journey home, the thing you've been looking for all these dusty miles, and that thing is hope. Let us pray. Lord, as we begin this Advent season, would you lead us? Help us to walk through this pilgrimage of Advent closer and closer to the presence of God, that we might recognize the road signs of this Advent season and follow you to the manger, where we can see you, where your presence dwells. Help us to sing the playlist as we go, reciting the Psalms, remembering who it is that we worship, who it is that guides us, who it is that protects us and cares for us. As we sing together these songs, give us the courage to walk together into your presence. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.